Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Five Stories podcast. I'm here, as usual, with my um, wonderful co-host, Johnny. How are you doing, Johnny? Hey, doing good. Yeah, doing great. Thanks. Um, how are you? Good, good. Yes, all well. Um, today, we'll be continuing with the, um, yeah, just the shorter story or the um, episode where we where we only uh, run through one story. Um I'm very excited today to be talking about The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Um, Johnny, I understand you haven't read this one. No, I'm sorry. I haven't read it, but I'm excited to I'm excited to discuss it and to to hear about it because um, I've heard lots of lots of really great things. And um, yeah, I'd love to read it, actually, because um, I, I, I honestly have spoken to so many people and one person even who said that he'd never read a book before. But he read the Midnight Library, and that just like totally got him started on on reading books and stuff. And wow! So yeah, I mean, high praise, high praise. So I, that I, is I, high I, praise. Yeah, no, it's it's a great book. Um, I would really, I would really recommend it. I'm not sure what else Matt Haig has um has written. I think this is the only one of his his books that I've um read. But I'll just kind of run through the um the synopsis of the of the story what it's about and then um maybe we can just chat about it um yeah. a bit maybe don't give away too much nathan because i because i do I yeah do read it if you can i mean it's yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll try not to spoil the ending for right. anyone but if i do i will announce spoilers mm-hmm. um and then you'll just have to suffer <laughs> <laughs> i'll just i'll, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, turn, I'll just turn my audio off for 10 seconds yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the Midnight Library, essentially it's uh, a book about this woman called Nora who is uh, depressed and, um, you know, a, a lot of the things in her life haven't gone the way that she wanted them to. She has struggled through a few different relationships. She, she has a job that she doesn't uh, enjoy very much. Um, and she's, yeah, just generally struggling with... Um, with life and uh struggling to kind of keep everything together um and she decides on on one day after she's just been fired from her uh, job working at a local music uh shop to um end her end her life basically so she takes um or she has a an overdose she takes a lot of um medication and uh essentially she wakes up in a well, she wakes up in the Midnight Library. Uh, the Midnight Library is a, it's a basically a big library, a big room between life and death. So, um, in in the room, there's loads of shelves with loads of different books, and she essentially meets the uh, librarian who she used to know in I think it's school or or university, and she kind of guides her through how the how the Midnight Library works so basically she can pick any book on the shelf and it each book represents different decisions that she's made over her life and she can go back and redo those decisions so um in in one life she could have been uh, a world famous swimmer in one life she could have been a 
you know, a public public speaker. There's lots of lots of different lives that she can that she can live, and it all centers around those decisions that she made in in her life. So she basically tells the librarian what decisions she would like to change, and then she opens that book, and then she gets transported to that life, basically. So that that's kind of the premise, um, the premise of the of the book. And the librarian says to her at the time, if she finds a life that she's ultimately completely content with she'll start to forget everything about the midnight library everything about her previous life and she'll just live that life until until it ends basically mm. so that's kind of the it's a really interesting premise um for a book i think and i just loved reading through it it's i mean it's it really plays on the decisions that we make obviously we don't have the chance to go back and and, and change things but I think life is all about the little decisions that you make along the way and it's crazy the you know when you when you look back the the decisions that you've made that have shaped your life and maybe they felt like big decisions at the time but maybe they also felt like small minor decisions but have led to something something bigger I mean I, I always think about um, me and my now wife met around the last year of uh, university and we were as she was going back to Norway um, and I was uh, living in in the UK and kind of deciding whether to uh, continue the relationship obviously we were friends for um, for a good while but whether to continue the relationship and do long distance or or what to do there we only had a few months left of university um, and then obviously we chose to uh, stay together and do long distance and now we're married and have a uh, a child so I mean it's it's mm. just interesting to see how you know those decisions and I mean at that time it, it felt like a sort of bigger decision anyway but just how those decisions shape your um your life mm. Mm. yeah that's really interesting I love that it's um wow it sounds it sounds like a great book and I I, I yeah I really um yeah, I'd love to read it. It's um yeah, it sounds so so interesting. Um yeah, I um yeah, I wonder like how much it's kind of I guess and I think we will talk about this in in some other kind of um episodes or whatever. Um and I feel like we've recorded one already uh, that we kind of talked about this, but I guess like um it's it's kind of interesting that kind of human thing of how much is like kind of um how much can we control like the decisions that we make and how much is it just oh <laughs> almost predetermined in a way um because mm. of our personalities and because of everything kind of coming together um but i find that an interesting kind of human um battle um of like kind of what what is what is life what is free will what is what are decisions and um mm. yeah I, I i i'm interested in the book um because i've always loved these sort of things of like um you know uh the endless kind of possibilities of you know um mm. move from one one thing into the other you know and um i remember uh i i don't know if you remember those books when when we were young but just uh, those kind of like those books where you you adventure yeah it's kind of like adventure exploring kind of books um yeah. and it's it's like Choose, choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's choose your own event. Yeah, you start at one, and you know, you you enter a cave, and then 
and then like oh do you decide to take the right door or the left door and then the mm. right door will take you to number 242 or <laughs> and uh, yeah. and i love that like in a way it kind of it forms your own kind of um like oh like like it's a different story for everyone then um, mm. and um i guess that is what life is like in in lots of ways um kind of but i'm i'm interested in the book as to how like how does um like does her personality change because because i think personality has so much to do with the decisions that we make in terms of mm. like oh you know uh i feel like <laughs> i feel uh, like i'm very charismatic and so therefore I, I make all these decisions or i'm very scared mm. so i make these decisions or whatever so does like do you feel like her personality changes throughout the book or is it was it sort of um the same kind of person but choosing to make different decisions well it's interesting the the way they do it in the book because it's essentially she knows that you know when as soon as she lands in her new life she knows that she you know killed herself in her previous mm -hmm. life and she knows mm -hmm. that she's chosen this life so it's not like she lands there and then she's that mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she's still uh, Nora with all her doubts about life and mm. um, all her issues and everything, but, but she's put into a body. So for example, in, in one life, she's uh, living with her ex-boyfriend who she's married in this life. Mm. Uh, and she's, it seems like they have a happy life, but the more that she goes through that life, the more she realizes that she's not actually happy and there's and she finds out that he cheated on her and you know that kind of stuff where she thought in her old life that she made a mistake by not staying with with that guy because they would have been happy together yeah. um so there's that kind of thing. but then she's also in one life she's very successful she does public speaking and and everything and um she's very confident and and that kind of stuff so it, it's still the same personality i guess you could say but I think her core personality doesn't change, but she may be more confident or she may be more nervous or, you know, the, the those kind of emotional traits, mm. I guess, can change. Because I think you can, you can definitely, you know, there's lots of ways to do it, but you can definitely become more confident or, uh, or more anxious or, and, and your core personality doesn't change, but certain decisions that you that you make may impact your confidence you may have you know a couple of years where you're very confident and then something happens and you become less confident or vice versa mm. i think there's lots of there's lots of ways that you can change i mean i i've always thought that a lot of your life is in your control mm. um and i think even if things are outside your control i always think that the best way to look at it is and, the, and this is um, back to A Man's Search for Meaning with Viktor Frankl, like mm. the, the decisions that you make about the situations, the, the situations you can't control, mm. things will happen that you may not like, things will happen that you have no part of, but are positive in your life. But it all revolves around your attitude to the things that you can't control. And mm. that is definitely within your control. Mm. Mm. I think at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that, that was the other thing that I was wondering is like, um, so yeah, I was 
asking about the personality, but like uh, also about like her own mindset or her attitude to situations. Because I guess lots of people would say, you know, well, the, well, actually, the attitude that you take to a situation changes the way things think, things perceive, or the way things are because you're you're approaching things differently. I don't, is, is is that like a factor in the book, or or is that or is it more just about like the kind of individual decisions that she makes, um, rather than like, oh, this situation has happened. I'm going to look at it like this. Um, I think she does try, like through the course of the book, you definitely see an evolution in the way that she sees things. Mm. Um, but I think it's more like realizations that, and I don't, I don't want to spoil, spoil the book for anyone, um, but it's more realizations that, I think her, her key realization and at the end of the book is that your attitude to things, whatever situation you're in, it, it ends up determining, you know, the way that you interact with the people around you, the way that you build relationships and that kind of thing. I think that's the kind of key thing at the end of the book. And uh, I don't want to say what, what mm. happens, but I, I thought it ended in a really beautiful Mm. um beautiful way with the realization that you know you you might have regrets about the way that you've done things in the past but what whatever regrets those are those are those are gone now and it's your choice mm. how you how you approach you know every every day mm. Mm. nice yeah that sounds great yeah really cool Oh, it sounds like, yeah, such a great book. And uh, the other thing that was um, interested in, Nathan, is the kind of um, this sort of liminal kind of space between life and death. Um, I feel mm. like it's it's quite a, um, yeah, maybe not quite a well-explored to topic, but I, th I, I just find it interesting the way that different people approach that kind of stuff. You know, like, um, um, I don't know if you've ever seen any uh, Guillermo del Toro films. Um, it's a... Oh, I try, I'm trying to remember what what the name is now, but he did he did a recent um, stop motion film called uh, Pinocchio. Uh, uh, called Pinocchio. It's on Netflix. Um, okay. And um, he's also done one that was great, a oh, really great film um, called Pan's Labyrinth. Um, and um, hmm, I haven't I seen know, either. No, well, yeah, I just yeah, I'd really, I really recommend them. Um, but he, he I, I love. Uh, because in his films as well, he he de definitely does have so they're kind of um, they're kind of uh, like magical realism in a way, you know. So it's sort of mm. like they're they're very realist, like they're very kind of like true to life and and gritty and and things. But then they also have this sort of like kind of maybe spiritual or sort of like magical kind of element to them um, that I find really interesting. So so he always has like a kind of space like that like in between life and death mm. in a way where like the, the main character is often taken there and like and and they kind of like have this sort of being that they kind of interact with um and then the being almost explains what's going on or kind of like helps them to make a decision or like gives them some kind of words of wisdom um mm. i i think it's a really um I don't know why that is such an interesting thing, but it, I, I feel like um, it's kind of it's it kind of sounds like that you know the the kind of um, librarian in the in the, um, mm. in the library is sort of like that kind of figure, and I don't really know what kind of literary figure I can compare it to, but it's sort of 
there's there's something about that kind of wisdom uh in between those spaces and i i don't know if you you have any thoughts on that or mm. um yeah well, it's, just, a, it's a really yeah. interesting I, I think it's probably a fundamentally religious religious idea i mean i know that lots of different religions have their take on what happens after you mm. uh after you die like the, there's a reincarnation with with uh buddhism and you know that that kind of that kind of stuff where decisions that you've made in your life affect whatever happens next um after that i, th- I think that's kind of a you know a religious idea but I think essentially that character in the book is God or who we would see as God in some way, sort of someone outside of time mm-hmm. who has a completely different view to how each individual human would, would see the, would see the world mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it's the same for the librarian. Obviously she knows all the books in Nora's library. She knows all the, decisions but there's an infinite number of books mm, mm. um so she knows where each one is where each one is is uh located but i, I don't i don't know why that's such a in uh, such an interesting thing to think about and, and obviously i know a lot of people don't like thinking about dying and, and <laughs> you know <laughs> what happens um what happens after that i mean it's not the most kind of uh, pleasant thought I know for for a lot of people but that that idea that I don't know that that there there's something after mm. after you're gone and I mean in this case in in the book um you know it, it plays out plays out slightly slightly differently in the end mm. um but yeah I don't, I don't know I, I think humans are fascinated with that mm. with mm. that idea um yeah. and it's something it's something worth um worth thinking about but I, I think the whole idea of trying to step out outside of time a little bit is very is very helpful seeing your life on a larger scale because i think often we get bogged down in the day-to-day things we have to do and then a year passes and five years passes and you're in the same place that you were mm. that you were before because you haven't actually and this goes back to the decisions like you haven't actually made any conscious decisions obviously you're making decisions all the time but you're not making conscious decisions on how you want your life to to shape out i think it's very easy to go through your whole life and almost have things decided for you you feel like you're making the decision but it's actually being decided for you like i know with with work for example with with um with people you can kind of just coast along and have your career progression or or whatever it is and it feels like you're making decisions but a lot of it is almost premeditated or yeah i don't i don't know if that if that makes makes sense yeah for sure yeah yeah definitely yeah it's like intentional kind of decision making mm. changes your life and sort of i guess um i i mean this is a very different i mean a much kind of lighter sort of um thing but i don't know if you watched uh free guy did you see that um, yeah 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 so <laughs> i guess in a, in a kind of way it's kind of like that or, or the lego movie or whatever you know it's yeah, if you're an like, npc yeah like yeah. you're kind of like this npc that non, non-player character for people who don't yeah um just to kind of like someone who doesn't really interact with 
with mm. the real world and then suddenly like you kind of you, you think oh wow I can actually make decisions and I can actually change things and um yeah I don't know yeah and uh just I guess um coming back to something like I don't know maybe what we we were talking about with the animal farm um episode is like does that become harder as we get older you know like that kind of I guess we were kind of talking about how maybe people typically become more kind of conservative or uh, like more like in their decision making in their politics in 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 lots of ways as they get older like is it does it become harder to like make those intentional individual decisions um that mm. change things I don't, I don't know what you think about that one thing I, I was having a conversation with a colleague um a while ago um a very wise wise uh colleague and he was saying your your life can be a bit like a like a ship you start you start somewhere and um you have a destination in mind but there's loads of places to see along the along the ship's ship's journey and if you're not the one um if you're not the one in control of the of the sails, then you will get to your destination. But you're you, you're not deciding. Oh, I'm going to stop by this island and, and have a look here. Or you'll you'll just sail with the wind. The wind being time, I guess. <laughs> you'll just sail with the wind. You'll get to your destination, but you won't have made any choices along the way. And I guess when you get older, you're much further along that that journey so it, it does become a lot more difficult to shape who you are I, mm. i'm not saying it's impossible i think if you're older you can still change things and and there's uh i don't think it's an excuse for people who say oh i'm 60 now uh you know i am who i am and i'm not gonna change that i don't, I don't think that's a good mindset <laughs> to have <laughs> but but it is more it is more difficult to change behavioral mm things as you get older just because you've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah wow nathan so interesting the the midnight library i i, I really yeah yeah i would definitely definitely recommend it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get onto the old um my my uh kind of um book app and um i'm gonna get i'm gonna buy it It'd be great yeah uh, I'm looking forward to maybe uh yeah we'll, we'll have a catch-up on the ending what you think yeah, of it yeah i think a... i think that's the most interesting mm, thing mm. but obviously i don't want to spoil it for, no, yeah, for anyone yeah but... and we don't want to you know ruin the you know the person making money out of the book you know no, you know, no. not not so much of a yeah. communist as you think nathan yeah <laughs> matt hey matt hey goes me one yeah um great oh brilliant nathan thank you so much for that that was um that was so interesting um yeah um and thanks for listening everyone yeah no hope everyone um hope everyone enjoyed it and um yeah we'll see you on the next one bye